Welcome to Lou Boys SC. I'm Andrew, and we're here with Jonathan Riley and Will Sutton. Welcome, guys. How are you guys doing? Great, thanks. Feeling great after that big win this weekend. Oh, yeah. What a game. Yeah, so final score, one to nothing. Goal came in the 93rd minute when only four minutes were added despite some injury breaks and the water break. So, yeah, the boys were that, feeling the pressure, and they made it exciting. That stupid water break. What's that? That stupid water break. <laughs> you hate We those. waste four minutes of valuable soccer time for guys to get water in 50-degree weather. Yeah, it definitely made more sense at a different time of the year. It definitely makes no sense August, at this point. July makes total sense. We are in October. Vifa, water break is over. Yeah. There's my soapbox. Go ahead, guys. I'm so sorry. It infuriates me. Uh, so... Yeah, I just I know. no. Yeah, it, go ahead, John. I mean, it's a great point. I, I I'm feeling it. Uh, the The part that I think is a little sketchy about the water break is that it does throw off a ref's feel for how much added time, you know, stoppage time should be added. Um, because we've seen pretty regularly like six and eight minutes added, which can which be a lot. A pr- which can be appropriate when you have like yeah four minutes of a water break, but in a game like this, it was like. Hey, if you just wanted to go to added time, that's fine. We can go go to added time, but I mean, otherwise, eh, four minutes really didn't. It it, se- it seemed like robbery, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't totally blame the ref on that because it's it's a difficult thing to adjust to. Um, so this game did have, I mean, a lot a lot of a lot of craziness happening. There were. It, it kind of looked like both teams wanted to counterattack, which made for some very awkward movement out of the backfield and, and, and through the midfield at times. Uh, yeah, I don't disagree. Yeah. So, Will, what were your overall impressions of the game? I mean, up until stoppage time, I'd say St. Louis got outplayed by Art- Hartford Athletic. It was kind of underwhelmed with the offense of the team. I mean, they stayed, the defense stayed together for the most part, except for the, you can just think of the one breakdown where the guy was wide open in the box. And oh, yeah. Yeah. They got saved yeah. by Kyle Morton. Um, I looked like there was a miscommunication between Guy Bend and Paris Gian, who was marking that man. Who was marking him. Yeah. But it, the fact is, he just came into the box completely uncovered and across. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I get, I, I get where you're coming, Will. The fact that, like, Hartford looked like they very much outplayed us. But, but the, when you look at the stat sheet and you look at somewhat of the chances, it was, it was similarly 50-50. Now, I'd say this game had a lot of momentum swings where St. Louis FC wasn't necessarily dominating in a majority and then vice versa. Hartford I agree, wasn't yeah. dominating in a certain area. The possession definitely... Possession was definitely in Hartford's yeah. favor, but I think that came off in the way of that. I, I don't. I I have no facts to defend this, but I think St. Louis was playing a very um, non-aggressive game. It's almost as if they knew 
that Hartford wasn't going to understand what to do with the ball with the lack of pressure on them. Now, I don't know if that's other teams that pressure them regularly. And St. Louis FC saw something in the fact that if they gave them plenty of time, they were going to have a lot of mental laps. Because I felt like they gave them time on the ball all the time. I mean, here, here's my take on it. Yes, Hartford had the ball a lot. Yeah, they got in some dangerous positions, but they just never looked scary. Like, Yeah, nothing looked scary the, except for a few moments. Yes. Now, don't get me wrong. There were some lapses on, on our part, like like you were talking about, Will. Um, you know, men run into the box clear of any defenders. There was another one. Uh, and we'll kind of go through some of the highlights uh, piece by piece. But, yeah, there were a couple moments where definitely the, the ball was dropped on St. Louis's side. That being said, as evidenced by the, the goose egg that they put up, Hartford never looked that scary. They had one weapon that, in, based Davidson on my perception, or... Dixon. Dixon, that's right. Yes. They had one weapon. And he he did a lot that game, but I, there just was no finish. Third. Yeah, he didn't have the attacking third dominated. He he would hold on to the ball in that central location, but he didn't make any really dangerous plays. He had a few shots that were a little scary, but then yeah, I mean, I'd say they Kyle they Morton had one on. shot that they really drilled. But yeah, Morton is the big piece of this game to me. He he was he, he was the deciding factor. Um. Yeah, there are a couple key moments where you could say Hartford choked a little bit, but overall they just didn't they didn't look that scary. And I think it does have to do with the fact that I, I don't know. Based on I've I've only seen a few of their games, but they just they're not a high possession team. So I think kind of to go along with your suspicion, Andrew, it's like all right, at the wheel. give them the ball, and they don't they don't know what to do. Almost like what happened with. St. Louis FC versus uh, versus Louis or no versus the Indy Eleven. Yeah. yeah, when they had the ball, it was like they just didn't know what to do because uh, because the other team wasn't pressing forward. They weren't pressing the issue. Yeah, it was it was very much like being asleep at the wheel. I didn't think Hartford knew what to do with the, this found possession they had. Now, of course, I've got I've got a, an obvious bias. <laughs> That was just my take on it. I, I didn't yeah. feel my heart leap out of my chest when certain players on their team got the ball, you know? Agreed. Um, but... Yeah, I, I feel you there. Um, and I trust Kyle Morton. I trust him with my life. Um, back there in goal. Whoa. With those, just on how he's played this he's, year. He's, he's made a good case lately, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I trust him with the shots that they took. I can just think of, three or four good chances they had. And I can only think of one that we had before the 93rd minute before the goal. I, I just think of the Tyler Blackwood shot from top of the box. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right at the PK spot. I mean, he was wide open. And then you think of the ball falling at Kyle Gregg's feet and Blackwood and him kind of not unsure of who's going to go, who's not. And they just had, what felt like millions of seconds to touch this ball, but right. Hartford ended up clearing. So, it. so let, let's, I'm, I'm going to start kind of taking us through some different moments in the game. Uh, early on, it was like three and a half minutes into the game. There was a little motion. They got the ball into the box, uh, kind of crossed it around and it got to, I believe it was Guerrera that got the ball. He kind of turned and gave an awkward kick at it. And it was kind of one of those lofts, but 
Morton got up and put a hand on it and pushed it over. Hard to say if it was totally on frame there anyway. Um, but yeah, it was one of those turning shots. It might have hit the crossbar. might have dropped down, though. Um, and, and that was the first... You know, that was very early in the game, and we already saw kind of one of their guys just getting a little separation from our defenders. Uh, do you guys recall that play much? or Was that like the third minute of the game? Yeah. It was pretty early. Yeah, yeah really early. Mm-hmm. Yes, I believe that was when... Um... Yeah, I was right when I made that comment when we were watching about the fact that I was a little uneasy with Kavita being outside of the middle. Right. Yeah, we were talking about the them having playing three backs this time, right? Yes, and having Toby on the right, Sam Fink in the middle, and Kavita on the left. Which is interesting because I, I really like Toby on the right. Like the more space he has out there, I like what he does. I just would have loved to see Kavita in the middle. But exactly, I feel Sam needs to have a little bit of that outside line to push his defenders away to where Kavita can push a defender anywhere. I, I'm confident on anybody taking the ball at him, him coming out right. on, the, on the best it, end. Kavita only had one misplay this game, and even that is rare. Uh, and all it was is he, he stepped up aggressively and the defender got behind him with the ball. Um, yeah. Uh, and it was kind of up on the sidelines, but yeah. Um, so this this might have kind of been a little bit of effect of that. There's a little space in the a little extra space in the middle. Um, so the next moment was um, in uh, it was about at the seventh minute. St. Louis FC put a really good strike on the ball um, from number fourteen to where their keeper had to really reach up and, and get a, a clutch save. Um, when I saw this play lining up, I thought I thought it was going in. Just for sure. The way that Blackwood stepped up to it. Yeah. Um, And it was a great hit, but didn't quite, didn't quite go. Um, I think he hurt himself by, he tried to go cross post rather than near post. Cause he was, he was pretty center at the PK. Yes. But when I mean by like cross post is he, he was having to rip it across his body rather than kind of allow himself to just guide it into that left corner. I don't think the goalie would have been able to react quite as soon and and seeing his follow through. Not even sure if he saw it, but he had a defender sliding at him as he's stepping up to, to square up the kick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it being cross body, he still got it right of center. Oh yeah. Which, but that's what I think hurt that opportunity. I think if it wasn't right of center and it was left, the goalie wouldn't really had a chance because the ball was coming left to right. So the goalie was already reacting to his right rather than, you know what I right. mean? He was, he was going in the direction that the goalie was already falling towards rather than just kind of redirecting it into the opposite corner. It's almost like if you have too much time to line up your shot, you, you think, oh, I'm going to make the, the perfect shot instead of yeah. making the easy shot or the direct shot um the 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 next kind of key moment that came up in the game uh was an opportunity that they set up uh again Guerrera got the ball kind of passes it out to number 16 and he just put a pretty solid kick on it again it was just outside the box and it's this extra space that we've been giving and um well, Will, do you think that the addition of a bend is what is kind of giving them that extra space there? I mean, it feels like it because that's been like the only major change 
in the middle besides going to three in the back. Maybe it is the switch from a bend from Umar to a bend. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I'll take shots from outside the box all day when I when you have Kyle Morton between the posts. Yeah, again, this didn't feel like a scary moment, but I mean, he had enough time to set up, and he kind of gave one of those inside out kicks where it bent outside towards that top left corner. Uh, but Morton, again, just leapt up and put a big paw on it. Um, I, th- I think the you know, the reason I, I bring up the issue with the bend is that I don't know if he's the, the determining factor of why they're dropping back so quickly and giving that extra space. But, um, you know, you did point out maybe he's a little slower than, um, Umar. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. And so when when you have a little less speed, yeah, you just drop back a little more. Um, so, yeah, that was another one of those opportunities where you see it in the moment, you're a little concerned, but overall, not not the most scary attack. Uh, and like you said, they're, they're just pushing it from the outside. Um, at, at just past the 20th minute, um, that was the moment that Hartford should have scored. And this was when I was concerned. And it just <laughs> just for a moment, just lose an assignment. You, you have a couple people who are back defensively, and they are kind of standing there watching the ball. As it's crossed from just inside the, the right side of the box, it comes all the way forward to a completely open defender. And I don't know. Or I'm sorry, not defender, a Hartford player. And I don't know what exactly he was thinking to do with the ball. He just kind of popped it up. And again, Morton just hopped up and pushed it over the net, but didn't put any pace on it. Just kind of opened up his leg up too much. Uh, if you're a Hartford fan, you'd have loved to see him just pass it to the, to the the anywhere to the right. For you guys, uh, I, I know we were talking about this before. Um was that your first moment of concern? Did this cause you heart troubles, <laughs> or or did you still feel pretty confident about this? I yeah, I definitely. I mean, I was already at the third moment, at the third minute of the game when they had the the first shot on goal. But uh, I'd say at that moment it was like, oh boy, we're. I mean, if he had put it anywhere besides down the middle with no pace, I think he would have scored. Right. Um, right, like and, said. and that was that was the gimme. That was the gimme of the game that 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 we got. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've seen this a bit. There was a bit of talking on the field right afterwards. A little bit of finger pointing. Um, it's good to get yourself sorted out so it doesn't happen again. Um, I know it, it, this is a very intense setting. This was the first playoff win that St. Louis FC has had as, as an organization. And how, how long did you say they've been around? Six, seven years? Yes, yeah, this is their sixth season. So even if you haven't been on the team that long, you feel the pressure of that situation, but you, you could see it. The intensity was definitely there. They're pointing around and kind of reorganizing. All right, you drop coverage. You left that guy. You got to be here, that kind of stuff. Um, but... Uh, you like to see uh, in, in those situations. I always, I always like it when the keeper is the one who kind of gets things on track. Uh, and it looked like Morton was kind of stepping in. All right, hey, here's what we do next. You know, you're good. I, I got this one. 
Uh, he even kind of motioned to himself as soon afterwards. Hey, it's okay. I got our back. <laughs> um, Ciceroni put the ball in. Yeah. I think it was a guy, a bend who kind of took it in and he, he streaked past a couple defenders. So it looked really good, but he, I don't know. He wanted to put the ball near side. This was just as, as the second half started uh, close to the 50th minute. Uh, and this this is when I started thinking, feeling like a goal was coming, but uh, not quite the the finish. He kind of tried to he opened up his his hips, just kind of looked like he was passing it to the near side, and it almost looked like a sure thing. If he would have elevated it outside at all, it would have been a different story. Right? I, yeah, it was a surprisingly uh, skillful play by Guy Ben. You don't. You don't see him up in the box that much, and he snuck through a few defenders. And uh, I think he kind of surprised himself that he was one on one with the keeper and just didn't do enough with it. That if if I was in the game, that would be what would happen. <laughs> if I found myself in his position as a defender, I'd be like, "Wow, well, I shouldn't be here." And then you, <laughs> yeah, you don't think, "Give me that goal." You just think, "All right, get rid of it." Mm-hmm. Um. I'll, I'll kind of skip through the other key moments. Uh, Dixon kind of had one that went a little wide uh, just prior to the 51st minute. I don't know where you guys were at. So we, the last thing we talked about was when Gaia Bend uh, kind of snuck forward and gave more of a pass than a shot into the uh, into the keeper. This is in like the just before oh, yeah, the 50th yeah. minute. We just gotcha. got done talking about that. Um. All right. Okay. Well, you want to pick up? We can from... pick up. Yeah, just pick up right where did, whoever was talking did, there. Did you have anything to say about that moment? We were just saying he, it was a surprisingly s- slick move, uh, and he might have found himself in a better scoring position than he thought, and kind of just took took the first shot available r- rather than really, you know, the most skillful shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, his positioning probably gets surprised to a point of he's not really ever in the offensive third of finding himself wide open. I've been seeing him and Ciceroni connect better and better, though. That is one uh, oh, yeah. one point of chemistry that is why I'm, I'm happy that Abend has been getting the start. Well, with Abend, is his vision and play of the ball is so... So much better he's, than it had been. He's one of our more creative uh, people from the backfield, for sure, at this point. Yeah, which is why I think he's been getting the start over uh, who normally plays in front of uh, in that position. Well, Umar's Umar just hurt. Umar? He's been hurt. That's why he got put in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Would that, you guys I, prefer a Ben to Umar there? Um, I, mean, I, think if, I think if Umar was available, I would prefer – Two holding and then put taking out Wharton and putting Wallfall as the attacking I w- and kind of having a triangle like that. Then I think that would be ideal. Yeah. Um, because I I personally don't and I, like the midfield that we have held up right now. I know it's a short season, but that's the kind of stuff. And maybe maybe they get to see it in practices, but that's the kind of stuff that I like to see more of as a fan to know that we're the coach is searching for all of the best combinations of players that you have. Right. Yeah. Uh, we're very, we're very cookie cutter. Yeah. 
And as the only surprise we have right now is the fact that we're underdogs, which is kind of gone now that we beat Hartford. Sure. And especially if we beat Louisville. If we beat Louisville, there's there's no more underdog really to our name. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I would say the I, other surprise factor that we might have over some teams, especially ones we've played less of, is our bench. Yeah. Yeah. Our bench is, our bench is uniquely deep. It, yes. Yeah. yeah. Every game, there's somebody that they bring off the bench, and I'm like, oh, boy, now it's time. Uh, it's going to depend on if we can stay creative, even though we're not in the realm of pulling them off, because – as you can tell, the past two games have been really important, and the bench has gotten pretty short. I mean, we saw one sub, two subs in the indie game, mm-hmm. and we saw one sub last night or Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was just Rivas, uh, but it was the key so, sub. Well, Sam came on too. Oh, you're he right. More Sam, yes, yeah. he did. Yes, you're correct. I just feel like the bench has gotten really short. Yeah, I feel bad for Blackwood. Deserves to be out there. Uh, I think it has more to do with his I mean, health and injury than it does his play. That sorry, I meant I meant Dakers. I don't know why I said Blackwood. Oh right. Um. Yeah, I feel bad for Kadeem because he was playing really well. Yeah, that's the other one where it's like I I get excited every time Kadeem does get to come into a game, but yeah, those those are guys who do feel deserving of a start. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll kind of abbreviate the, the other highlights. They, they had a shot just outside of the goalpost in the 50th minute, again, kind of contributing to the fact that, yeah, there were quote unquote opportunities, but they didn't feel all that scary to me. Uh, in the 61st minute, Cicerone gets to take a free kick, uh, off of a penalty, uh, and... (laughs) They had four on the wall, and he still just zipped it right past their heads, arcing towards that left side. But it was just a little, just a bit wide, wide, just a bit outside. Um, to me, I, for whatever reason, and this is the emotions of it, I did not want the first goal to come from a set piece. I just wanted them to beat him on the field. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would have been great to see him put that in for sure. And we've seen Cicerone can do some magic, but uh, yeah. I think if you could score a set piece from there, I mean, you earned it. It's not. Oh, I, I didn't feel like it would come off as undeserved. I just wanted it to be without a doubt, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't want there to be any controversy of the fact of like, was it because what? Yeah, exactly. Foul? Because if, it was our first goal in the playoffs. You wanted it to be a solidified goal. Absolutely, yes. That that was again, which this can't get any better than Revis's goal, right? And, and this was nothing to do with um, any anything analytical about the game. Just as a fan, I was watching it and I was like, "Ooh, it'd be nice if he put it in, just to make me feel at ease." But uh, you know, it. it, it Felt like they had every all every ingredient to to put a goal in. Um, in the seventy fourth minute, uh, Hartford did get a player through, free um, was not offsides. The defenders at first might have felt that he was because he, he had so much territory behind him. But uh, luckily, Morton just had a beat on him and tracked him down, made his body as big as possible, and just kind of pushed it out. 
Um, so do you feel like, you know, this is a number of opportunities we've kind of come up with. Do you feel like this is enough for them to change formation in, in the future games, go back to four backs again? Or were you still happy? Do you feel like this is just part of having three backs? No, I think that's just part of playing a competitive, high-intensity playoff game. You're gonna, you're gonna. The other team's gonna get chances. Mm. There's gonna be opportunities. What you have to look at is: are these opportunities high percentage or low percentage chances? Now they did have two, I would say, really high opportunities, high percentages. Mm-hmm. But more of that, I felt, fell on the the de- defensive side of our midfield than it did on our actual defense. Right, right. The setup to those opportunities rather than. So, exact moment. you know, you had the Wharton turnover in the middle of the field that led to that breakaway. You had Paris Guy just mentally forget the fact that he's defending somebody in the box. Uh, you had Gaia Bend lose his mark. Mm. A lot of the stuff I can see translated from the midfield than it did from the defense. Now, I'm not saying the defense had a perfect game or that the midfield played awful. Mm -hmm. It's just those are mistakes that are going to happen, and we have a strong enough back three that can absorb those those mistakes, and then we have a keeper in Morton that can come up with the key save. Right. So if you change a position, we may put false hope or some type of mental thought in these players of that they'll start to guess, second guess Mm -hmm. themselves rather than be confident like they are right now. That's just what I think. Sure. Will, what's your take on it? Yeah, I, I agree with everything that Andrew said. I wouldn't, I still feel confident in the three in the back and I wouldn't change anything heading into Louisville. I, I think that, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, I think that when we do go to four backs, it feels like that's when we're converting a player who's not a true back, who is more of a defensive mid or, or, you know, a winger or some of some sort. And when they are assigned to being the last line of defense, that's when we've seen them get more tripped up rather than our actual solid back three and having Toby, Sam and uh, Kavita back there. So, yeah, I, I, I still like the look of the team. There were, you know, going back through this, there's maybe a few more balls that got through than I expected, but um, yeah, I still feel good about those guys back there. That's also just playoff soccer. Well, yeah, you know? it's the same as in any sport. That right. Sometimes the chances just seem to come a little bit more frequently than you. Yeah, every everybody's playing their heart thought. out, and you also have to give. Uh, you know, at times you leave yourself more open to opportunities in order to make your own opportunities. Mm-hmm. I hate I hate calling people out, but I feel like a lot of Hartford's offense came as well with the um, the abnormal ability to not hold the ball from Kyle Gregg this past game. Uh, yeah, I he 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 just didn't seem like he had a smooth touch on his feet. The it other felt night. a little bit like the game in Louisville where they lost. Yeah. Uh, what was that? Three to one. 
he couldn't quite get a touch or hold onto the ball like he normally does and is so well. Yeah, this this game, I will say, it felt a little bit more about his first touch, whereas before it was kind of the ball being delivered to him and how that was yes, set up. exactly. Yeah, um, he still does so much of that hard work off the ball as we talk about the thankless work that that we try to thank him for. Um, yeah. But yeah, this wasn't exactly a highlight reel from him. Um, but it took, it took, it took a while for us to really push the ball for, and get it up to our forwards yeah. for much of this game. Uh, again, just, how, how do you, how do you counterattack a team that also wants to counterattack you, you know? Yeah. I, I, I think we would have had a way more positive impact on the game if he had his more natural ability of holding the mm-hmm. ball. You know, he does so well at holding that ball that. I kind of didn't see that from him, so it looked as if our midfielders were already moving up with right. him, whereas he would normally hold on to the ball. And when you have a team that has midfielders that are anticipating their forward to be strong on the ball like he typically is, that sometimes gets you caught up or too far in front of the play before you actually should have been uh, there. On, it's, a, it's a luxury that you have that sometimes hurts you at right. the same time. On the other hand, I felt like Wallfall had, I mean, we could see a lot of extra effort from him. Uh, he's not oh, the yeah. speediest guy on the field, but man, he was he was really, really covering as much territory as he could. Uh, and, and getting in, uh, he, he's always clever with the ball. And uh, I, I think that, you know, in, in the alternate for, formation that you were talking about, moving him more offensively, I think that's where he really does shine is... Uh, just thinking outside the box a little bit. Yeah. He's such a creative player. I even said it during the game. I, I'm blown away with some of the plays he makes with his long, lanky legs. Yeah, he just puts the ball. Like, you think that, that there's an obvious path for the ball. It's it's decently defended, but it still might be the direction you go. And he just puts it a different direction. And sometimes it's bold and it doesn't always pay off. But when it does pay off, it pays off big. He can He can really um really get the ball moving upfield much faster than you'd expect I, I do like seeing him connect with paris um for that reason too because he kind of unlocks him from uh you know the middle of the field and lets him push forward when when he kind of opens up those lanes for him but um agreed he's he's got a special gift when it comes to his vision and puts like just the perfect amount of pace on the ball to where the guy's running right onto it. He's, he's maybe my most, my favorite player to watch just to see what he does every time he touches the ball. I, yeah. I will say it, I, I perk up a little bit more when he's got the ball. Cause I don't know what's going to happen. Um, so the, the last kind of piece of this game that, that completes the story was just past 92 minutes. Uh, the ball was turned over by Hartford um, it was through the midfield and it moved up. Sam was running onto it, kind of got tripped up. It was say that again. It was more, more Sam. Yeah, than yeah. The ball. So he, he, it was passed to him. He starts running it down, gets tripped up on the way to it initially. Then their second defender just full on took him out. And I mean, I, I'm waiting for the report on how he's doing. I really felt for him in that play, but the excitement that's going on just beyond that is that advantage was given. Revis has got the ball. He's got a direct line and he's got 
Cicerone wide open to the left. And I mean, if he misses this shot, that's all anybody's thinking about is why didn't you give it to Cicerone? I was very thrilled that he took the shot right away because, uh, you know, you just want the play. It, it was already a fast turnaround, a fast play coming at you. You want them while they're still back on their heels. Uh, and he took full advantage of it. Uh, shot it near side against the keeper and had him kind of leaning backwards a little bit. Just put it away. Beautiful goal. Um, I mean, we made quite a ruckus while we were watching this. Uh, I think <laughs> oh, the yes. I think their celebration lasted for the remainder of added time just because there are only a couple (laughs) minutes left. But, um, I mean, we were kind of talking about it before in terms of the bench that we've got. I mean, what a time to get Rivas in the game because he he even had some good touches just leading up to that. It's a rare talent. It's the same thing in baseball. Not everybody can be a closer or a reliever because it's a rare talent to go into a game warm and know what you got to do and have your touch working for you right away. Mm-hmm. But there you go. You give him the opportunity and he took full advantage. Yeah. So will your dude Rivas, does that earn him a spot in the starting lineup Saturday? <sighs> I was going to ask the same he question. Wasn't, he wasn't in the lineup last time against Louisville. I I think I would take out Gaia Bend and stick Rivas in there and move Todd Wharton to the holding mid. So I just I just think I mean if if how do you not reward a player for that type of right playing? there's that yeah he's such a offensive weapon off the bench but uh, just the lack of speed when you have a Ben fall and Wharton as your three guys in the middle. I mean, they got picked apart last time we were in Louisville and with Rivas, at least you have a little more speed in there. Well, that one Oh loss Rivas was in the lineup, correct? Yeah. Rivas played a lot. I can't I, recall if he started or came off. You're talking about when our middle field midfield got eaten up was when we were at Louisville though, right? That's what I was referring yes, to. He was yeah. not. He was not correct. In that That's what yes. Will was talking about. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be too surprised if the coach goes with the same lineup that, that he had last time we played Louisville. I'm in full support of what Will is saying. I think we can probably agree that that won't happen just given the pattern of how players are slotted in and slotted out the, the kind of cookie cutter approach. So I'll, I'll put the question to you again, Will, if it's between Revis or Blackwood starting, who do you start? I mean, if that's the case, I'm I'm sticking with Tyler Blackwood, who's scored six goals on the year compared to, what, two by Rivas. And tell us that wonderful and, stat you, you came across. Yeah, and the uh, team is undefeated. They were previously 6-0 and with Blackwood scoring. So now this is now their first win without a Tyler Blackwood goal on the season. They were previously winless in games that he didn't score. So, guys, quick. 
our last starting eleven was when we lost when we lost one zero to Louisville, right, which City. we all felt that they had outplayed Louisville, just got out refed. Yes. So this is the lineup: Morton, Brian, Adwala, Kavita, Gee, Dakers, Rivas, Abend, Fall, Ciceroni, and Greg. Yeah, I, I think I'm okay with the fact that, I mean, obviously, you're good with Sam Fink being back, right? Because he was on a red card suspension. Yeah, so Fink comes right? in for Brian. Wharton was on a red card, which is why right. Rivas was in. Which, Wharton, his last game was, was not too strong. I, I didn't see, I, I just didn't see a lot of positive plays that came out of him with the ball. Um, he did some things off the ball, and he had a couple takeaways, but he also had a couple giveaways. Um, yeah. I, I I don't know what the process is like. Maybe it's a locker room type of thing. I don't foresee him not getting the start, but I think that that was actually one of the factors that made them play so strongly against Louisville last time. It'll, it'll definitely be interesting to see what coaches. Right. I don't. I hate to play the guest card. I'm gonna save that for mm-hmm. in game. But I'm 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 very interested to see who earns some extra playing time, aka starts or. Yeah, and and that's a tricky feeling. thing too. I was thinking about this. It's one thing to earn some playing time because you played well recently. Because what does that do? That motivates the. That's a way that the coach uses as a motivation tool for you to play your heart out in the future. But if they don't win, they're not a team anymore. So, do you go with what have you done for me lately, or do you just say, "No, this is our guy. That I I put all my chips in with him." You know, kind of like you felt with you feel with Blackwood, Will. You know, Blackwood's your guy. How do you not give him the start? Are are you going to go down in what's your last game because you didn't start this guy? You know, and and if you go position right. by position, thinking of it that way, it's a lot harder of a call to make. Additionally, I mean, <laughs> there's no next season. You don't have to make any player happy. You you just make the best team that you do. So in a way, you get to shirk off those politics. Yeah. In a way, it makes it very, um, like, bare bones. There's there's no there's no worry of next. It's yep. just now. Yeah. It's full-fledged now, which I think is why I'm surprised with the shortened bench because we could – we could we get five subs. We could be, yeah, throwing all kinds yeah, of weapons. Just throw out a haymaker. There. But then at the same time, but then at the same time, you worry about or, chemistry yeah. and or even and if some players can get you the lead, can they keep the lead? You know, it's all of those things. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I think without a doubt, Blackwood starts. Period. I don't think our change comes from up top. I think our change that can come will come from middle mm-hmm. or defensively. If they decide to change up the formation, yeah, I, I I think that's a strong possibility. We saw 
uh, Louisville City take down Pittsburgh, who were almost our opponents, if not for a 2-0 win by Hartford leading up to these playoffs. Pittsburgh played them well. They're a dangerous-looking team also. And the first goal that Louisville got, I mean, you kind of look at that like, okay, how do you even defend that goal? Uh, It was a streaking ball across that was just redirected into the corner very nicely. Um, But uh, I think that as well as these two teams know each other and the fire that St. Louis FC has got, it's going to make for a really good match. Yeah, I'm excited. Will, any closing thoughts on uh, this past week's game? Uh, I think the only thing of note is uh, it looked like some of the players look like Delta airlines lost some of their stuff on the flight there. So Tyler Blackwood was actually playing without his contact lenses. Oof. So, oh, so uh, if anything, that gives me hope that maybe, maybe that's why they didn't play so hot. <laughs> why he pulled it right. <laughs> but it gives, it gives me hope that for next game, that they'll be better settled. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, they'll have all their things in order. Unfortunately, we don't have any plans of being live at the game, but we can definitely do the recap here. I wish. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Well, guys, thanks for uh, a great recap. I was, I mean, with all that excitement, it was, it's definitely going to lead into some, some ants in my pants for this next game. I'm just not going to be able to sit still. Yeah, me neither. All right, we'll see you all then.